Hello and welcome to the Peace and Love Amplifiers podcast. I'm so happy you're here. In these episodes, we will dive deep into the idea of peace. What is it? Is it even attainable? Everyone wants it. So how can we make it manifest? Along with my own experiences, you will also hear uplifting stories from inspirational people who are building peace in their own lives and the world around them. We are on the threshold of a new society, looking at where science meets spirituality. And these stories are a call to action to help overcome division and build a better society for all concerned. Join me on this thought-provoking journey to explore ways we can all amplify peace and love. Hey, can I tell you that there has been so much going on since I last talked to you. It is now January 11th. So we all know what happened on January 6th. When I last left, the last time we we spoke, I I was here by myself. You know, I said I would give you an update about what happened with the meeting and with my sisters, sisters-in-law. And I do want to do that. I do. And I'm probably going to talk about that and about what happened on January 6th, kind of meld it all together somehow. Maybe it'll be a second episode. I don't know. But yeah, so what happened on January 6th was just to set the stage. My husband and I are very, you know, we're, we're news hounds. I love to you know, watch the news and you know, try to get all sides of things. We watch a couple different channels and I was sitting there. It was, you know, Wednesday morning. I had a meeting with work, got off of that around 12. I figured, oh, let me just sit down and, and start watching the news and see what's going on. Just sitting there and, you know, I had my, some of my work stuff out. I figured, oh, let me work while I'm watching TV doing, some, you know, just have it on in the background. By the time it was two o'clock, I, you know, just started watching this and it was like, I remember watching when the planes flew into the buildings on 9-11. I was watching the news, watching it live happen. And it, it, the, the memory I'm sure of Wednesday is going to be etched into all of our minds watching what happened at the Capitol. And just so you know, I'm putting it out there. I think Trump is the worst president we've ever had. He has taken this country down a road of hate. And to me, there's two ways you can, you can function in the world. One is from love. One is from hate. And, you know, we're all kind of on this spectrum, this between hate and love, what, you know, some of our decisions and what we post online and, and what we do on a daily basis, the day-to-day stuff, you know, you can come from love, you can come from hate. Everything kind of filters down into those two emotions, those two states of being. And when someone is in this amping, amplifying hate, you're going to get hateful action, right? So watching these people 
these insurrectionists, these anarchists going into the Capitol building while a constitutional event was happening that it was just supposed to be a, just supposed to be a formality, right? They, they had a reason that they were there. They were coming to take down the country. So when we as peace builders confront people that are intolerant, we cannot be tolerant of those people, right? Whether it's my sisters-in-law or people coming to break into the Capitol to hurt our democracy, not only the police that were there, but when you hear someone say to do harm to our vice president, I don't care what your politics are. That's not, that's not acceptable. That's not tolerable. So there's this thing, uh, I'm going to put it up on, up on the show notes, but it's called the paradox of tolerance. And I'm going to read to you what the first line of it is in Wikipedia. There's a book on it. There's all kinds of different stuff on this paradox of tolerance. And it states that if a society is tolerant without limit, its ability to be tolerant is eventually seized or destroyed by the intolerant. Again, I'll say that again. If you just come back to me right now and just listen to this, it's really important. And it it may kind of be like, oh, what? You know, you may have to listen to it or, or look it up for yourself and read it but it makes so much sense. So the paradox of tolerance states that if a society is tolerant without limit, its ability to be tolerant is eventually seized or destroyed by the intolerant. So Karl Popper is the man who came up with this philosophy, and it was back in 1945 when he did so. So Karl Popper described it as the seemingly paradoxical idea that in order to maintain a tolerant society, the society must be intolerant of intolerance. So meaning that we have to stand up against this. We need to, just like with my sisters-in-law, standing up to them, standing up to their, their, their non help. <laughs> I don't know how to say that, but just standing up to the two of them, shining a light on what they weren't doing, you know, and I was able to make a change, right? I was able to, cause what they, what happened was just a quick synopsis. My husband and I have been watched, have been caretaking for his mom and his aunt. His mom is on hospice. She is even since our last time we talked, she has declined so much. She had a fall on Christmas Day where she bruised some of her ribs that she broke three years ago in a fall. And her two daughters have not really been a, a help at all. So trying to get them to help started a huge argument because they weren't listening they thought that I wanted to put their mom into a home. And that was the last thing I wanted to do. I just was calling for help. I just needed help. 
And so the one sister stepped up. She was going to take her mom, um, you know, lining up in the, for the later part of January into February, taking her mom full time. That was okay, fine. That's great. You know, but then this fall happened on Christmas day and I talked to my one sister-in-law and said to her, you know, look, I said, can we talk about Sunday? Cause it was, you know, like a month later than the original argument. And I said, look, you know, what happened on Sunday was not, can, can we just talk about that? We, we need to come, you know, through that. And we talked and we, I said, you know, the last thing I want to do is put your mom into a home. I, you know, we need help. We just, that's what I wanted to talk. That's just, let's come up with some ideas. And I told her too, that I have been a caretaker, a caregiver my entire life. And my family is super, super uber, almost insanely close. Okay. And there's a lot of women in my family like I said in previous episodes, and I've taken care of my dad on his deathbed. I've taken care of my aunt. I've taken care of all four of my grandparents. And I told her this, I'm like, you have no idea who I am and what I've done in my, in my past. So this, you know, and she, she was contrite. She was very, um, you know, she said she was sorry. She apologized and, and we took it the, you know, we took it from there. The other sister, I'm not holding my breath, but, um, but since then we have kind of put all this under the bridge, but now that their mom is really, uh, she has declined so much that she is on morphine. She, you know, it's, it's comfort meds right now. It's just keeping her comfortable is the, is the primary focus. So, you know, now it's going to be another thing because I don't think they're coming to grips with that. So we'll see how that goes. But just standing up for myself, oh my God, can I tell you, can I tell you how good that felt? Yeah, I was a little cry, you know, I was like, had my throat was catching. I had, you know, my knees were shaking, literally shaking. But I had like probably the best night's sleep that I had in a long time because I wasn't, I should say this, or I should say that, but you know, whatever. It was like, literally, I just felt so, such clarity and such calm in my heart. So to go back to what happened on Wednesday, it's like that amplified, right? So tolerating this huge act of intolerance, of of divisiveness, of insurrection against our government cannot be tolerated at all because it sets a precedent. And we as peace builders literally can stand in love, can stand, and love is the, the strongest force in the universe, right? I mean, love is so powerful. It is miracles happen when you have love coming through you. If you stand in that and shine this light to banish the darkness is what we can do. And when we have, I I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do 
with it. I, you know, I have like, I'm going to go to my representative. I'm saying, I want to volunteer with you. I want to go to my senator. I'm going to volunteer with you. Andy Kim is my representative and he's the one that was cleaning up the, the, the Capitol. They had it on the news and it was all, it went viral, but he was the one helping the workers clean up the Capitol after the riots and after the insurrectionists were moved out. So, you know, Cory Booker is my senator. And, you know, so I have like powerful people that I can go and talk to and say, what, how can I help? How can I move this society closer together and forward, you know? And so who knows where, you know, where I'm going to, how, how I'm going to help. I don't know, but I know I do. I want to help. And I would love for you guys for you to help me so that we can shift the society to one that is highest and best for all. And I really think that this, this fear that these people are coming from, these insurrectionists, it's, they're coming from fear because they're number one thinking that their government is, has been taken, right? Stolen, but that's all lies. That's all lies. They've been fed these lies over years and years. And so they're almost in an altered state, right? So if we can not tolerate them, but if we can, it's going to sound really out there, but if we can show them love, if we can show them what love is, if we can, if we can come from that place of love that surpasses all understanding, right? This love that this divine love that we are shines from us to them. We can help shift the society. So if we can come from this place of divine love in every action that we do, all right, if we go back to this, this as acting as if, right? Acting as if there is this field of interconnection between each and every being through space and time, okay? So every person in the planet is connected. There's this field of interconnection and we're all a part of that. If we can come from that place of love, feeding this field of interconnection with this love, then it will change the current state, this fear that has infiltrated so much of our daily lives. And those that are living in fear can and will be affected in a good way by this love that is permeating through the air, through the field, through whatever it is that you can however it is that you imagine it. So, you know, I really want to, to, to stress that again, you know, that we, each and every one of us can have an effect on the level of fear that is in our society. And it sounds really hard and it can be at times because of the giganticness of this hate you know, that expressed itself on Wednesday, 
on the, the 6th of January. And now, right now, it being the 11th of January, there's talk amongst all these different groups that there's going to be even more levels of violence, more acts of violence, more... I, I don't know what's going to happen. This is This will be released after that date. Okay, so you know, again, more than I do. And I've seen, I've, if you've listened to every one of these episodes, you, you can, I've never said that so many times, so much, right? That when you, when you hear this, you're going to, the world might be completely different. You know, ever since November, since I started this podcast in November, it seems like every week is just this huge shift. Okay, so you'll know more than me when you listen to this than I do right now. So what I'm trying to say is no matter what happens, no matter what happens, we cannot tolerate intolerance and we need to work from love. And it seems it seems that it, you know, it doesn't really compute, you know, can't tolerate, but you have to come from love. So standing in your own love, standing in your own power can help you with any kind of situation that you find yourself in. And that's a, that's a big, tall sentence right there. But I really believe that this time in our lives, in our society, is that breakthrough. Seems like it's a breakdown again, but it's a breakthrough. And we can change the society so that it benefits each and every one of us. Each and every one of us. I I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that. So in the show notes as a call to action. And I know, again, you're going to, you're going to get this after the 17th, right? It's gonna, probably going to come out the 18th, 19th. So it's like right before the inauguration. There is a YouTube video on the show notes that is one of my meditation, my guided meditation that I do that surrounds and fortifies the the Capitol and the Washington, Washington, DC, the mall, the all the way. It just, it's fortifies and solidifies this love, this compassion, this, just this protection against, not against, but for all of Washington, DC in that, and for the inauguration. So if you could do that meditation today, it's about a half an hour and that would be a wonderful, beautiful thing. Because if we can all do that today, right now, or when you're, when you're safe and not in a car, not in a moving car, or when you can just sit and be for 30 minutes and do this meditation, it would be enormous. So that's my call to action for you as this all unfolds in real time. We are living history right now. We are living history. 
I said to my daughter the other day, you're going to be learning about this. Your kids are going to be learning about this. Your grandkids are going to be learning about this day, this time. So we need to create this breakthrough. We need to create this for all of us as a place of love, as a place of peace. And that's all we want. That's all we want, right? Everybody wants it. So how can we make it manifest? It's our job. It's our, our call to action. I love you all. You stay safe. You stay well. And I will see you next week. Hey, you peace and love amplifier. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at peaceandloveamplifiers.com. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks again for listening. And remember to ask yourself, what am I feeding the field? Until next time.